This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, March 6, 2020. I'm Caleb Brown. Tom Steyer and Mike Bloomberg spent combined around $700 million to attract voters. Voters, for their part, weren't buying. What should that tell us about mantras surrounding big money in politics? Scott Blackburn is research director for the Institute for Free Speech. He comments. Well, I think the biggest takeaway has to be, from a uh, money in politics perspective, the failure once again of large, wealthy individuals to to be able to uh, buy voters. And in fact, voters had their say over uh, over, over the spending in the race. Uh, what what Mike Bloomberg did on Super Tuesday was was truly unprecedented. He, he spent records amounts of money. He spent orders of magnitude more money than than in previous primary races. He spent about $14 for uh, every $1 that the next largest spender in the race, Bernie Sanders, spent. And he spent $100 more than any every $1 that uh, Joe Biden spent, the uh, presumed winner of Super Tuesday. And, and nonetheless, despite all of that, he managed only a handful of delegates. Voters decided, I hear your message, Mike Bloomberg, but I do not buy what you're selling. Now, uh, Michael Bloomberg can't be everywhere at once. Uh, he was trying to run a campaign based on money, not on like small town halls, uh, going from town to town, from state to state, uh, meeting with a lot of individual people. This was sort of Biden's strategy. Um, however important money is, and money is important to elections, uh, maybe he just didn't uh, do it the spend it the right way. That is, maybe he just didn't uh, get out there in a way that he should have. That that's of course possible, but money can only do so much. And Bloomberg spent it in 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 every way you can, you can imagine. He he paid the best consultants. He made the most ads. He he focused those ads in particular states. Um, he paid influencers on social media to promote Mike Bloomberg. Um, and and voters just weren't buying it. And the other billionaire in the race who who uh, whose spending would have been unprecedented were it not for Mike Bloomberg, Tom Steyer, uh, focused all of those efforts. He focused on South Carolina. He ran 70,000 ads specifically in South Carolina, spent almost all of his time uh, in that state, almost all of his campaign efforts in that state. Uh, he spent 65% of the total spending in the state was from Tom Steyer. And he also failed to produce any results. I, I think the interesting thing about money in campaigns is that people both uh, overweight its ability to uh, influence voters, to change voters, to to perverse the democratic process, and underweight its ability to its importance for actually getting a message out. Um, the message got out for Mike Bloomberg and Tom Steyer. They were able to get on the debate stage. They were able to become part of the conversation that occurred. Uh, but voters just weren't buying what they were selling. Uh, you know, add to this, Bernie Sanders has a remarkably robust fundraising operation. And uh, he did fairly well, but he did not do uh, better than Joe Biden overall. Yes, Bernie Sanders' fundraising operation would in and of itself be relatively unprecedented. Uh, he has managed to convert a, a very passionate base of people into small dollar donors at, at a rate we haven't seen since 
Well, Donald Trump was able to do this, but prior to that, almost no one was able to convert those sort of passionate believers into uh, donors. Um, but he too has uh, been unable to move beyond that debate. When when he has to convince voters who don't already uh, agree with his message, he he has uh, you know stuttered in that area. So, um, you know, add to this 2016, um, Hillary Clinton outspent Donald Trump by a wide margin. That's true. Hillary Clinton outspent Trump about three to one. Um, it depends on how you count the the different numbers, but it's, it's about that margin. And once again, uh, the spending was able to produce a message. Uh, Hillary Clinton had a message that she brought to the American people. She had a voice. Uh, the American people just didn't listen to it. They just weren't interested in it. Um, the, the, we see this over and over again. Uh, spending enables you to produce a message. That's why it's important. That's why we sh- shouldn't have uh, the number of restrictions we have on these kind of uh, campaigns and what you can spend on them. But voters ultimately decide, and we see this again and again, and despite n- narratives to the contrary, nearly every election. For the future of campaigns, uh, people like Bernie Sanders have uh, endorsed uh, radical changes to uh, ca- political campaigns and how they may legally be run. As far as he's concerned, people like Tom Steyer, uh, like Michael Bloomberg, should never be able to uh, run the kinds of campaigns that they did. Uh, yes. Well, Bernie Sanders is is un- unhappy with the existence of of Tom Steyer and and Michael Bloomberg, both in the race and and otherwise. Um, get, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> he he doesn't he doesn't want their their voice in politics. He doesn't want their message out there. He doesn't like it. Um, that's his prerogative to say. But it, it it is wrong of him to say that they are somehow perverting democracy. That that somehow. They're spending and spending from from other wealthy individuals, from other groups that, you know, that pool their money together, but aren't part of the Washington establishment, that other groups that are part of the Washington establishment are somehow perverting the process, that they're somehow breaking the process. This is the process. People advocate for their message. They spend these millions of dollars in order to push a message that is different from what one might hear otherwise, if you're just watching the news. And then voters decide if that message is is worthwhile or not. It's worth noting that uh, in this race, the the earned media that that Joe Biden in particular got, but that many of the mainstream candidates got, so far outpaced the impact versus the paid media, the the ads that these candidates bought. That that really. Uh, Campaign spending should almost always be viewed as attempting to catch up to that already established media narrative. What kind of candidates uh, inspire small dollar donations? You mentioned both Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump. What kind of voters do they attract and uh, and and what kind of support, financial support do they get? So the best evidence on this suggests that small dollar donors um, which are which are not the poor necessarily, just individuals who happen to give in small amounts on a regular basis. Uh, those kind of donors tend to be the most partisan, uh, the most politicized uh, to kinds of donors. So the, the kinds you would expect to support Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump, the the ends of the political spectrum that are most hardened in their belief of the righteousness of their message. Uh, you don't see this from 
uh, either supporters in general or from large donors. Uh, there you see a much, a much broader spread of uh, ideological views and a much broader spread of partisanship. So you will see you, you will see uh, donors in the middle, donors uh, at the extremes, uh, but not to the same degree. Small do- dollar donors tend to be polarized. Going forward, what uh, what lessons should lawmakers take uh, from this? I know Bernie Sanders has has made a uh, a big deal out of uh, using Citizens United as a bit of a litmus test for uh, judges that he would approve for the the federal bench. And um, we should be clear, though, uh, you know, Bernie Sanders has made a big deal out of Citizens United and using that as sort of a litmus test for judges that he would offer to the Senate. But of course, that case wasn't about campaign spending and where that money comes from. That, That was about people independently spending money to facilitate their own speech and at least a few candidates in uh, this race for president would be perfectly fine with preventing Americans from having that opportunity as well. That That's right. All campaign finance laws, whether they be to overturn Citizens United uh, allowance of independent expenditures or other bills, are meant in some way to regulate and restrict what campaigns can do and spend, uh, what groups that are participating in campaigns can do and spend. And they do that at the cost of First Amendment activity, because campaigning is a First Amendment activity. It's a group of people getting together, they're associating, they're speaking. Uh, Since there's no upside, since we're not getting a benefit of stopping the fundamental corruption of democracy that Bernie Sanders sees in in millionaires spending money in elections, we should look we should look at the downside much more carefully. And the downside is a restriction on First Amendment activity for small groups as well as large groups, for influential groups as well as uninfluential groups who just want to promote their message. Uh, Given that trade-off, I think it's crucially important that we don't pass more of these laws that attempt to restrict that First Amendment activity. What are the lessons for lawmakers here? In my experience, lawmakers don't take lessons. They uh, tend to stick to their own view. But if I got to to persuade them uh, one time, I I would say... uh, don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype either in the media about money in politics or from your colleagues about money in politics. M- money is a tool. Uh, it enables you to get a message out there. It enables you to get on the debate stage. It enables you to come to the metaphorical dance of political campaigns. But it doesn't allow you to win. It doesn't allow you to be the champion. It doesn't allow you to be the prom king. Uh, that's that's sort of the crucial difference that that lawmakers, I think, fail to uh, understand, and I, I really wish they would. Scott Blackburn directs research at the Institute for Free Speech. Subscribe to the Cato Daily Podcast wherever you please and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast. <laughs>